This episode has some language in it that is probably not safe for work. So go ahead and just quit your job now. Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. And this week we're joined by James Kelly and Ross Eaglesham for a very special episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Photographer's Crack podcast. Part two. Uh, yeah, part two. <laughs> the finest in phototainment. You're listening to it right here. In the world. Yeah. We're just going to really interrupt you now and just annoy you. It's all right. It's time for another episode. We're in a reverent look at photography. This podcast, like Aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover as we uh, crack a little bit, right? Is that am I using am I using that correctly? Crack, yeah. Just no, no, no. It's not a verb. It's not a verb. We're 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 all just here. We're we're cracking together. We're, you don't. It's not the, the. It's not to crack. It's the crack. It's the crack. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the crack? You know. Share the crack. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is going to be a long hour, James. We're, we're cracking. This is, this is, this is cracking not... the crack. <laughs> so, right before we started talking, you guys were saying something about the Bo Abbey? What the hell is that? <laughs> the Bo Abbey. Yeah, the Bobby. The Bo Abbey. The Bobby. The Bobby. The Bobby. The yeah. Bobby. Anyone in North, well, anyone in Scotland will be able to, uh, yeah, they'll know exactly what that is. But uh, Stephen loves the Bobby. Do you like the Bobby, Stephen? I have no idea. Yeah, mm. I bet you like the Bobby. Well, we we it's we really have. dirty now. I'm now I'm regretting asking about it. We all have Bobbies, <laughs> and um, the other half of the human race don't have Bobbies. <laughs> You're the math teacher. <laughs> well, rough, roughly. Oh, one and two. Me. Do we have like <laughs> the Bobby is a Willy? Oh, the Willy. And what's what's a Willy? A willy, a willy is that thing dangling between your two legs next to the, you know, the meat and two veg. I don't have one of those. Oh. You know, Frank and beans. You're one I try, you're one I try <laughs> to sneak. <laughs> so, what are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, I have not decided yet because I got a, this is just me basically bigging myself up, so I'm really sorry, but I got a wee present from my, um, one of my latest brides and it's six wee mini bottles of uh, distilleries from around Scotland and I was going to ask you guys which one you want me to drink. I'm oh, going to drink one because yeah. I'm working tomorrow. So I've got six different whiskies here. Hang on. I'm only going to drink one. I've got six. They're in, they're, they're, in a, they're in a little box. So I've got West Coast Islay right the way up through Space uh, Side and up kind of to Northern, well above where you are, James, actually. This is up near Thurzo. They're all whiskies that are closed, distilleries that are closed. Um, so they know that these ones have obviously been got from somewhere and they've been yeah, made into little mini packets. So uh, I was dead chuffed with the present. So I thought, yeah, sod it. I'll just, uh, I'll drink one tonight. That is so. the most UK sentence I've ever heard. What, what, what I was sentence? dead chuffed from the present, so I thought, sod it, I'll just, what the hell just happened? I was rather pleased, so I thought, fuck it, I'll just drink one tonight. Oh. Is that, is that easier for you to understand? Th thank you for the translation. Yeah, yeah that's okay, that's okay, don't worry. So these are, these are whiskeys from distilleries that have been mothballed, they no longer run. Pretty much, yeah. And and you're going to waste it on you. Yeah, they're wasting it on me. So someone who really doesn't appreciate whiskey and is going to go piss out of your bobby, you know? Uh, so. fuck off. I like a lot of whiskey. <laughs> I'm going to go for a middly one, I think. Actually, it's quite fancy, that one. I'm going to go okay, for... which one's that? We can't Strath see you, so... Strathedon, Strathedon, which is Strathedon. up uh, east coast. Kind of uh, central belt, east coast, up towards Dundee, I think. 
I'm going to have that oh, one. So that's what I'm deep. drinking tonight. Pour, pour a little out, Ross. Pour a little out. Take a sip. Let us know what it tastes wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Feel that burn in your throat. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. Kobe. God. You broke it. No rush. It's open. That's no, fine. I just need to let it breathe. Oh, it's very it's pale. Nice it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's very pale. It's actually a bloody enormous what? measure. Probably an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, this could be quite good. Hang on. Oh, fucking hell. It's strong. That's <laughs> what so said last night. Yeah. It's quite strong, but it smells good. I'll see how it tastes. Let's see. <laughs> how do you know it's strong if you didn't even taste it yet? Because I went up my nose and I was like, bloody hell. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Did a quick snort. Got no, it. it's good. It's good. Yeah, you snort it first. That's the that's the way you uh, check the age. Like no, it's really in. good actually. Really, really Got nice. It. Nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I've lost. The, I've lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> James, what are you drinking? Give me a minute and get my. Uh, um, so I'm drinking an Abelauer, which is my uh, wetting my whistle at the moment, and I'm having if I can pronounce it properly because it's Gaelic and I don't speak Gaelic and it's. Um, Oba, Obuna, 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 something like that. Anyway, and it basically translates to origins in Gaelic or Gaelic if you're Scottish. I think Gaelic's Irish, Gaelic's Scottish. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's probably not how you pronounce it. So, but it's nice. Yeah, it's not too strong. It's really good. I don't really know what to say about Abelauer. Is a beautiful distillery, beautiful town. You drive in one end, you smell the whiskey, and you drive out the other end, you get shortbread. It's a big shortbread factory. And all I need now is a bit of um, shortbread that I could dip my whiskey into, and that would be just heaven. Mm. Mm. Whoa, you mm. dip food into your whiskey? So then you're drinking whiskey with, like, floating crumbs yeah, all throughout Yeah, don't do it? that. That's, that's James yeah, being weird. I can't even understand people who put biscotti into their coffee and then take a bite. And <sighs> now you're talking about shortbread and whiskey? Ugh, yeah. Talking about biscotti, have you ever you ever seen, this, like, the spread? Like, you know, like a chocolate spread, but it's biscotti spread. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a particular brand that does it. We just discovered that this week, this week and it is... It's heroin. It's literally <laughs> heroin. It's I think so they call it like cookie good. butter here in mm-hmm. the States. Is it cookie butter? Oh, it's like a biscotti flavor. So it's a, it's a particular company that makes biscotti biscuits. Um, and Irish brought it home and, and, and I just can't keep my fingers out of it. Is it like Excuse a me? speculoose <laughs> or speculum or something here? So mm, James, you can't keep your fingers out of what? The cookie jar. No, <laughs> the, the spread. So what are you what are you what are you Americans drinking over there? Yeah, uh, I am not drinking anything because it's still middle of the afternoon here, and I'm getting ready to go meet with the bride and groom, and so I want to save my uh, drinking for when I'm with them. But uh, I'm happy or to be for right after you're done with them. <laughs> yes, I want to be the sober driver of this podcast tonight, today, good, this good morning. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> Two hands on the wheel over there, Dustin. I like it. I'm trying. I'm trying. What about you, Steve? What do you, what do you got going? Uh, I'm drinking a Wathens Kentucky bourbon. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, single barrel. Mm. Jen got it for me for my birthday. It's very good. Nice yeah. I just got by- back from a trip down to Louisville. Uh, Kentucky's mm-hmm. like where bourbon comes from in America. Bourbon being the finest sort of whiskey in the entire world, much better than anything Scotland E-Y. or Ireland over there. EY. Yeah. Scott. Yeah, whiskey with EY. Yeah. And uh, we went to like a whiskey, a bur- bourbon whiskey like tasting place, uh, Old Forester, tried a bunch of whiskeys. It was delightful. 
It's fun. Now Ooh. I feel like I actually know what I'm supposed to do, which uh, I believe is just throw a bunch of ice in and hope that uh, oh then I can God. drink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, ice, and then this this might be different, but ice with bourbon, rye is okay. It's fine. It's um, I've always drank rye or, or bourbon with 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 ice. Same with like a really good quality tequila with some ice, but just don't do it with whiskey, Scottish uh, whiskey. Rye, I could see adding ice to. Um, I just mm-hmm. added ice to this one because I wanted something cold. I actually took mm-hmm. most of the ice out and put it in my glass of water because I didn't want it to dilute the flavor. But bur- mm-hmm. bourbon's like a sweeter whiskey. You don't really want to mm-hmm. dilute it too much. Yeah. You're also drinking it in a Shivas Regal glass, which is just fucking disastrous. Is that what it is? I did think that yeah, when I saw it. That's yeah. a piece of piss. <laughs> Shivas Regal. Did you know that Shivas, Shivas uh, whiskey was originally um, distilled in Aberdeen, a neighbour of my big city? Yeah. It's also, a, it's also it a, it's a, Scott, it's a, it's a blend, isn't it? It's not a, it's not, not a malt Shivas Regal. It's a blend of lots of different... Uh, Shitty whiskeys put into one 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 place. Let's hope nobody from Shivas Regal's listening. But uh, never mind. Did, did we just lose Ross? I think no. we lost Ross. Ross, have we, we lost you? Uh, I'm I'm still I'm still recording, so I'm gonna have to sort it out. Can you not hear you, me? You sound like a robot. I think. Have you got your phone on again? No. No. I'm going to porn playing in the background. No. <laughs> 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 so so now that we've got to talk about alcohol out of the way we should yeah. probably turn over to some photography talk i think it'd be nice if it must <laughs> so dustin do you uh do you Steven. want to talk about anything from the show notes uh, I, I added something just for you buddy i saw that because i know how much you're doing real estate photography now uh doesn't really relate to me in the mm-hmm. slightest but Does i appreciate it? the effort Stephen. uh <laughs> steven was kind enough to find a story where a realtor snelped, snelped, snapped a uh, selfie of himself getting a blowjob um, and uploaded wow. it to the MLS as one of the photos for the house. No. Um, and when the news article came out and questioned him, he did not deny that it was him. Uh nor would he give them permission to use the photo in the news article. So they snapped a photo of their screen and used it in the news article. (laughs) But, um, I mean, it's not like a photo he would have taken like on accident. He's, so I wanted to include this because we've been seeing a lot of crazy stuff going on in the real estate photography industry where people are doing like these videos where it's almost like people are about to have sex all throughout a house uh, while they're dancing to music. Um, we've been seeing videos where like people like dress up in like or photos where people dress up in like crazy costumes and like hide in each one of the rooms throughout the house. All these things real estate re- realtors really are doing to try to like boost their um reach in their areas and so i'm just kind of wondering did this guy do this on accident or do you think he did it on purpose i i have a story that could relate to this with weddings we had Mm. a few years ago uh, a wedding which was pretty wild it was um all bar owners bar managers it was it was insane lots of things it could not be photographed was going on and while we were outside doing photographs of the couple and they were getting all romantic kissing cuddling the house that they were playing and staying in in the background, I was looking at them through the pictures. I'm like, what's that? And I zoomed into one of the pictures and there was this gentleman, this lady in the window, butt naked, 
having sex. And they were doing this deliberately. They were, they were guests of the wedding. They were doing this deliberately. And half the photographs, they can be seen in the background actually having sex. And I showed the couple. They burst out laughing. They thought it was hilarious. They all waved to the couple. The couple then kind of disappeared and finished off what they're doing. And then the couple <laughs> turned around and went, right, that's it. We're done. We're away to consummate. And then they disappeared and did it themselves. And I had to then sit and edit the pictures and take a window from another part of the building and put it in place of the um, the couple having sex. <laughs> and so that way the couple got both pictures. So the couple did split up a couple of months after the wedding as well. Not the <laughs> married couple, the people having sex in the window. Yeah. Do you guys get it? Uh, can you hear me properly now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys get it at all when you're at weddings? I've seen this now more and more. Maybe just because I know to look for it. So maybe it's like after dinner, you've gone out, done your portraits with bride and groom. You've, um, you know, coming back for the first dance type times. And then there's, you know, there's a couple of couples of you. Maybe it's a bridesmaid and then her her boyfriend, fiance is at the wedding as well. And they kind of come back to the table for, for dinner, for dancing time. And you're thinking you're a little more disheveled than you were about 25 <laughs> minutes ago before you left. And I'm seeing it more and more. I think lots of people sneak off during a wedding for a wee quickie and then come back in for the dancing. Like, I don't know if that's just me, but it might be. Maybe you're, um, they see you, they're around your presence, Ross, and you just make people want to... I, I inspire them. Yeah. <laughs> inspire them. That raw animal magnetism. <laughs> that sex, sex panther cologne you wear. 60% of the time. Works every time. Dealing <laughs> <sighs> me, I'm not saying anything. No, we did have a couple once actually. We did the pictures, and then they were like, "Oh, someone had surprised them with like some canopies and some uh, champagne in this little old wooden, uh, not wooden, a brick house, like an outhouse, an old summer house." And then we left a couple down there, and we knew fine what what they were going to get up to, and um, because during the photo shoot they were all over each other, and as we were leaving back to the big house, her father was coming down looking for them and asked where they were. We decided to tell the father where they were, <laughs> so oh, they, um, oh, yeah, bastard. he was, he was, when he came back, he just looked really awkward. So, um, yeah, that was interesting. And then the bride bit me in the nipple that night. Story. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what what, what happened to get to the point where the what bride bites your nipple? She's absolutely what was steaming. Nipple, what was your nipple doing on display? <laughs> it wasn't. No, she did. It, she did it through like my shirt. And as I was leaving, she went to give me a hug, and she just she was at that height, and she just bit my nipple. I mean, she left bruise marks and teeth marks on the edge of you know on, on my, and i i hate getting my nipples touched it is i punch people for touching my nipples before i ate it and um your nipples must be like five foot five foot one well she, well she yeah she was quite short yeah and he was quite tall as well yeah she was quite short she was so like she she emailed me the next day apologizing saying that someone had told her that she she bit my nipple um and it, and it <laughs> really she didn't hurt <laughs> I heard. Th I'm just picturing that conversation. Like, oh, by the way, James, I heard through the grapevine that I uh, bit your nipple. Like, uh, <laughs> you bring if, that up. If, you, like... if if that's true that I uh, you know salivated it with my teeth on your nipple, I am uh, so sorry. Uh, here's your, here's your <laughs> wedding album, and here's part of my nipple. There you go. Thank you very much. Did she draw any blood, or was it just bruising? Did she break the skin? No, 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 it didn't break. There was just bruising and, and a teeth mark. Okay, like two so teeth you marks. didn't have to go yeah. get rabies shots in your stomach or anything afterwards? No, no, we don't have rabies in Scotland. No, 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 <laughs> we're, we're okay. 
right. See, this is your problem for working so late because by the time you leave, they're all utterly shit faced. Like they yeah, can't true. even stand up, and you're like half one true. trying to get out, and they're trying to mount you at the side of the car. Do you charge on an hourly basis, James? Because I nope. know you've said multiple times you stay super late. You don't charge hourly. So no. you, you just have like one package, and that package is yeah. I'm there all day. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm there. Let's discuss, let's discuss James's package. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my package is fairly extensive. Um, Apparently, I, I I come from usually. I start usually around about you know ten in the morning when the bridal prep's going on. They get married say one one thirty, and I'm contracted well, under contract up to the buffet. So that's usually about half nine ten o'clock. But most weddings, I try to stay to the end, which is usually twelve one o'clock. Uh, somewhere between that because we, we, we have that I don't know if they, they do this in the States and I'm sure if you've done weddings where they've got some sort of Scottish heritage pretty much everyone in America um, then <laughs> what they do is they, everyone gets into a big circle they'll play something like Loch Lomond or something like that by Run Rig and everyone joins hands and it's a bit like Old Lang Syne and they start singing and then when it starts to get a bit more upbeat, the couple are in the middle, and then they start coming in and out, in and out, in and out. And hang then on, hang on, hang on. This will... is still the song. This is still the song. Yeah, no, this is not... still the song. Oh wait, Got okay, it. yeah. So they come in and out, and then guys will jump in, pick up the bride, pick up the groom, throw them around the air, and uh, and it's just it's just a really great moment to to photograph. Um, and I love it. I love it. It's it's, it's I just there's something about it. And then we'll go out and do night shots if they're not too drunk. My God, you're about to cry. So emotional. No, it's so emotional. Yeah. All right, okay. I, yeah. I was actually going to say, to be passionate. fair, your your uh, kind of signature almost now, your USP is now your night shots, which which are you know not not too shabby if I do say so myself. They're pretty good, but much. they have Thank to be done at like after eleven o'clock at least, don't they? Oh, if it's if it's a July wedding, you're looking at twelve one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. To get the stars, wow. to get the, the kind of really I'm really hardcore. dark dark sky. Look, a wedding's not an eight-hour day. You know, this is the way that this is my philosophy is that a wedding is not an eight-hour day, and our job is to capture a wedding. And I think we don't do it justice if we don't photograph the whole thing. So these photographers who are there for, like, you know, an hour before they get married to the first dance, or even the speeches here in the UK, they stay the speeches. I just, I just think it's a cop out. I think it's a bunch of laziness for what they charge, and they only stay for a few hours. You know, for what people are paying me, I'm more than happy to to work my ass off while I'm still young enough to do it and stay to the end. And and the couples love it. They absolutely love it. And they see the pictures, and everyone's drunk, and they're dancing, and you know whatnot. I mean, don't get me wrong. The next day, I am ruined, absolutely mm-hmm. ruined. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you, God forbid, you'd actually have to do a doubler or even a tripler uh, James that would be that would be ridiculous you would never you would never consider the possibility of doing three in a row would you no no that's yeah, a yes that's I've got another, I've got another so, one next year I'm not I'm not part of that one not after the last Actually, one see no yes you are because one of them's down in uh, Kinross so yeah oh uh, yeah okay does I've James just roll up and uh, take a nap like the second and third day oh. and let his second shooter run it? Is that is that why you're not <laughs> going to do it, Ross? Exactly. He told me to be there at 9 a.m. And then James rocked up at five past one just as the ceremony was starting. <laughs> I said, for fuck's sake, where have you been? Uh, he likes to guarantee they'll have somebody there all day. It's just not necessarily him. <laughs> just not James Kelly. This is the associate photographer. See, for a second there, I thought we were going to have to like take up a collection to send James to business school. But now that I'm finding out how he runs his second shooters, it's like, oh, I understand. He's actually running a very smart business. Because he's like, for what I get paid, I can pay other people yeah. to go there early and stay late. And then I just well, it, swing it, in for the night shots. 
got it. It's, it's funny you should say that. That um, we've we've just taken on a new second shooter, Sabine. Um, she's she's absolutely fantastic, and her she's she's a graphic oh, whoa, whoa, designer full time. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, you you whoa, whoa. run this past me. Is, is, this oh, yeah, breaking, is this us breaking up live on live on a podcast? Yeah, yeah you're done. I've just, sorry, I've just been. I've just been. Does Louise know this? Yeah, no, no, but I, I just, I, 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 to be brutally honest, mate, your raw files from the Sony are just shit. So I have to <laughs> stick with people who are Nikon. So you know, suck it up, bark up. You should, you should have stuck with Canon. Um, so Sabine, her, her job photographing for one of the photographers she would just come and shoot the night so she would come when this photographer would finish using render speeches and i think Spine would come and um start around like the first dance and photograph right through until 10 o'clock and that was her job she was doing that every weekend so it's a good idea i like the idea of it yeah it's i mean it's just different like we i was i was speaking to my brother uh, at the weekend he's getting married next june and we were discussing like american photographers and stuff and diff- different rates we, we actually used uh, the guys over at uh Jimmy and, and stuff as, as examples as well as you guys and they're saying like even the even the money you know some of the guys in sort of New York and they're going to a wedding up in New York next year and it's like like four and a half grand minimum like you know like mm-hmm. like they won't even get out of bed for less than like a deposit you know would be more than two grand and stuff it's just it's just different you know that's we work hard you guys don't you know that's that's just what it is I think we work smart uh, we just like getting paid to work hard yeah <laughs> yeah fair point <laughs> so uh I got a story for you guys about some, something that happened to me at a recent wedding. <gasps> Personal bum, story about bum. Stephen Van Oak. So Jen and I were shooting a wedding and uh, I took a photo of a guy. It was, it was one of those things at the reception where like a guy just randomly sees you walking around. And he's like, hey, take a photo of me right now. Take a photo. Um, and you're just like, okay, I guess. And so I take a photo of this guy and I'm at a wedding and reception time using off camera flash. Like I, I don't even have a flash on top of my camera. It's just, you know, three of them around the dance floor. And the guy comes up to me following the photo to ask why I hadn't popped my flash up and used flash while shooting him and his friend. <laughs> and I said, I did use flash. And then he started to explain to me what a flash for a camera was and kept oh asking again oh dear, dear, and again dear, dear, dear. if I needed to retake the photo with flash this time. And I just smile and nodded. And every time he said the word flash, as he just kept going on and on, I pressed the shutter button on my camera and I flashed him in the eyes with my off camera <laughs> flash. Because it was clear he wasn't listening to a word I was saying. He finally said to me, you're just nodding and smiling, aren't you? And I replied and said, yep, you got me. Then he asked if I even knew what a flash was. And I hit the shutter button one last time and flashed him in the eyes right as he was saying flash. And then I walked away. And while I was calling the wedding, I saw the photo I had taken of him and his friend. And I thought to myself, I could include it in the final photos I sent to the bride and groom. So he would hopefully, finally, understand that I knew what I was doing. But instead, I just chucked it in the bin because fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I hate those people. As a side note, he wasn't like in the bridal party. He wasn't a part of the family. Or anything like that. He was just like some but random dude who's like, yo, take my picture. Take my picture. Have you asked nicely? Please, sir, can you yeah. get my photograph? I hate people like that. It's when you, it's when you take a picture and they, they, you just know it's for their Tinder profile or Gaydar or something like that. You know what I mean? Gaydar. It's, it's, yeah. Never heard of Gaydar, no? Uh, no. Is that, a, is that a real thing? Grinder. You mean Grinder? Yeah, maybe it's, I don't know if it's a British thing. Pre, it was like pre-Tinder, I believe. But um, genuinely, do, do your my cameras haven't for about five years had a pop-up flash. Neither do mine. Like the, the, the seven, the seven D, my seven D was the last one I had. Your seven D had a pop-up flash. 
I have a 7D. Mm. It doesn't have a pop-up flash. I think it did. The Canon 7D, I'm sure mm. it did. Because you could trigger, you could trigger um, remote uh, optical ones with it. I'm sure I, I did that. Maybe I've just but... never used it. <laughs> that could be. That could be. But that was that was years ago. Like I haven't had them. Like the five D didn't have it. The one D didn't have it. The Sony's don't have it. It's mental. My my D eight ten and the D eight fifties have flash, which is just stupid because uh, pop up flashes they're just ridiculous. And then <laughs> and then you drop your camera and smash it, and then it costs you like an extra four hundred quid to get fixed because it's got a pop up flash. Well, you know, you could just be more careful with your shit. <laughs> Or you could just send it in and be like, actually, don't fix the flash. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't use it. So the reason I wanted to share the story about the uh, the guy I kept flashing in the face with my off-camera flash, uh, I was curious, what's the pettiest thing you guys have done at a wedding recently? Because <laughs> that's mine. Oh, that's oh, the pettiest James. thing I've done. <laughs> Stole, stolen, a, stolen a bride's perfume? No, no you've not done that, James, <laughs> no, have you? I haven't stolen a perfume. I once a girl I took a picture of a girl and she demanded to see the back of it and this is going back to my younger days where I get this bad habit from and she looks at the picture and she turns around and says your photographs make me look ugly and I just turn around and say to her no honey you're just ugly <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> and then go to explain how the camera records light and it's just a reflection of your face but they're so drunk that they don't get it you know and the key thing to doing it is you do it with a smile on your face so they think that you're, you know, you're joking. Well, they're clearly not listening to you. They're just not listening. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't, you know, or the time that I told that. So I've, I've heard when you smile while you talk, people can hear that in a podcast. Yeah. So James, I just want you to put a big smile on your face right now and uh, just deliver that line about how, no, honey, it's just that you're ugly. So we can see the difference or hear the difference. I mean. Okay. Okay. So. Big smile. I need to get, I need to get into my method acting here. <laughs> So the, the girl turned around and says in the camera, you make me look ugly. And I turn around and say to the girl, no, honey, you just look ugly. Simple as that. Or how about the time that I told the granny that I was going to stick the iPad up her ass? Yeah, I was going to say mine was to do with iPads and people, like one group wouldn't put it down. I was just like, I, yeah, that is the same thing. You didn't, uh, you didn't talk about, no, you're not going to talk about that. No. that. That would be the pettiest thing, but never mind. Can't talk about that, James. Can, can anyone else hear Ross? Or is it just my side of things? It's just really rubbish. Oh, it's real rubbish over here too. Hello. Is it? Yeah, yeah, Ross. I think I, I think your internet's crap. I thought you got fiber. I did get fiber. Can you please turn off the porn that you're streaming in the background. Very funny. <laughs> turn Pornhub off, okay? <laughs> but it's but I'm subscribed. I pay for it. <laughs> He's just wasting that money if he turns it off, James. He's got to get his money's worth. He has it on a twenty-four-seven loop. I know, I know. It's a light. It's a it's a live feed. It's like it's like the episode of Friends. They don't want to be the guys that turn off the free porn. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Ross, what were you saying before? Because we couldn't hear because you were. Well, you can clearly bad. hear me now. So yes. I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember. I was, it was about your <laughs> iPad thing. It was about your iPad with the, with the oh, granny shutting up her ass. Yeah. Okay. I asked her if she could get me lube or Vaseline from the reception so I could insert her iPad somewhere. Too much. Wow. Too much. You said that yeah. to someone at a wedding? <laughs> to an auntie, yeah. She had a good sense of humor. Thankfully. Did she laugh? <laughs> yeah, she did. 
She did. I, 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 she was following me everywhere, and then I came to the portraits, and I turned around and said to her, I says, could you do me a favor? And she says, yeah, yeah, what is that? I says, could you run to the reception and ask them if they've got any WD-40 or some Vaseline? And she goes, what do you need that for? I says, I'm going to stick that iPad somewhere if you don't jog on. <laughs> you took a smile on your face. You just, you know, you have that cheek. Only, you know, not everyone can get away with it, but, you know, you do have a smile on your face. So, yeah. Wow. What, what's that? Why are there police coming into your house right now, James? <laughs> I've been swatted. <laughs> James, they're holding up a giant warrant that says under arrest <laughs> for lewd conduct and words. <laughs> and words. I don't, I don't know what Trust you would me. get in trouble for in the UK. Harassment. Yeah. Harassment. So that, that's the same. It means the same in the Americas. It does in the UK. Inappropriate use of an Apple product. Funny story. Going completely off topic. The the we just had a I say a triple wedding weekend, and on the Sunday, Louise, who is my wonderful, talented second shooter, my first second shooter. You're just saying all that because she listens. Does she fuck? She doesn't listen. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she probably doesn't listen. To be honest, and um, she had to go to the guys' room. She was, there was there were six guys and her in this one small room and she's photographing them she phones me up and i was like hey what's up she goes um we have a slight problem okay what is it she goes we're locked in the room (laughs) what do you mean you're locked in the room she goes the lock in the room on the door has broken and we can't get out so i was like okay well you phoned reception she goes yeah reception are trying to get a locksmith to come out now we're in we're we're about i don't know a 20 half 20 minute half an hour drive away from the big city of aberdeen and they're waiting to find out if they can get a locksmith to come out and, and and open the door. An hour goes by and still no locksmith. Luckily, someone managed to throw a screwdriver up to the window. And this is in like a really old kind of building, so it's really quirky. And um, they had to unscrew all the locks so she could get out, so they could all get out. So it was her and six guys locked in a room with a camera and some kilts. And some kilts. Sounds what like are you insinuating? Nothing, nothing at all. I'm, uh, I'm just worried least. about, um, about Dustin over there. Is it? How's the sober driver in this uh, whole proceedings? Are you yeah. doing okay over there, Dustin? <laughs> Dustin, come on. Fabulous. What are, you, what are your, what's the pettiest thing you've done at a wedding? Pettiest come on, thing I've done at a wedding? I'm not Let a down very petty walls. photographer. This is a safe space. You can talk about anything here. <laughs> uh, no one knows. No one's listening. I've not, I'm, nothing really comes to my mind. I'm so sorry, guys. I, it looks like he's uh, talking, but I don't hear yeah, anything. It does look like he's talking. Dustin, did Can you, you mute yourself? Oh, it's, oh, there goes oh, Dustin. Gone. Oh, Dustin gone. Just, oh, Dustin's, well, anyway. Dustin's so, just gone. No, see, meantime, Dustin was disenjoying our chat so much. Ross, is there anything that you've done or said? Uh, I, I was going to say there was there was a shot, uh, it was quite recently, uh, the mum wanted a particular picture and it was I, it's just a photo I don't like taking. It's just a photo of the bride standing outside the house. It was bright daylight, uh, bright sunlight. It was horrible. And uh, Oh, he's back. Can you hear me? Oh, we can hear him. Oh, we can hear him. Okay, Ross, okay. continue on with your story. I was talking we'll get, the whole time. <laughs> we'll get back to Dustin's petty story next. Yeah. Um, and so what I did was I, I I said to the bride at the time, I said, look, this is this is a bit, you know, uh, this is it'll be okay, but we'll just do this one because it's your mom that wants it. And I actually kind of edited it a little bit shit, like <laughs> deliberately. Just, just when I gave it to her, I was like, look, remember that photo? Your mom didn't really work out, and this is why. Just because I was annoyed because the mom, she kept going on and on and on about it. And then she was like, you got to take this photo. Remember about this photo? Right, remember to get that photo? I was like, fuck's sake. And uh, I just pushed the exposure up a couple of stops and was like, yeah, it was just really bright outside. Like, it was just, but yeah. I might give him a black and white one as well. 
Uh, black and white eye. <clears throat> Dustin, uh, what, so, what was your petty story you're going to share with us? Uh, I like I was trying to tell you guys earlier. I don't really have anything. I'm a real above the boards <laughs> kind of photographer. I treat all, all right, of my clients scout. like um, family. Boring. Honestly. Um, yeah, it's like so Olive Garden when you're here, your family with Dustin. Exactly. <laughs> my clients are my breadsticks. <laughs> we dip them in hummus. <laughs> we don't have hummus at Olive Garden. <laughs> he takes a bite out of each one right out of the nipple. <laughs> no, I, it's, um, uh, yeah, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't like got really angry with a guest or, or being very sarcastic. Just a podcast guest, probably, but nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's the whole reason we do this podcast. Oh, so we can wow. let our true self this, show. This is this is probably why yeah. you're so you know so established and and um, you know. Okay, here's a, here's a new question. Here's a new question. Have you mm-hmm. ever had a apart from me and James? Obviously, you're not allowed to use us for this answer, and you're not allowed to say the name people's names in case they listen. But have you had podcast podcast yes. guests on before that have just not really worked out? That's been a bit. <laughs> oh, all the time. Yeah, that you don't air. <laughs> so they're not part of your family. They're not your breadsticks. No, we had one guest on who was sick, and he he tried to like make it work, and we were able to edit together an episode that was good for him. But like, he was just out of it the whole time, and it was just one of those things at the end where it's like, if you were that sick, like, why didn't you just reschedule? Like, we would have been fine with it. Like, I actually mm-hmm. felt bad at the end because it wasn't really his fault. He was sick, but it was a it was a lot of editing work for me. Coming up with something have useful. You ever, have you ever shot a wedding sick? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Times. oh, that's a good story. It's I've got a good story about that. Oh, okay. Ross has a good story. I want to hear that. So I, I went to, hopefully you'll be able to hear this all the way through, but I went I went to, uh, my wee brother was up the night before um, and we went to a, a rugby match. I was working the next day, so I, I didn't have a spot to drink. Genuinely, no alcohol passed my lips at all. Um, but we got home from the game and we hadn't had dinner. So we were just like, it was like half nine at night and we were like, what are we going to do? We went to the local, um, do you guys have chippies? No. Fish and chips. Fish and chips, a chip shop? No. A fast food joint. Uh, we have yeah, those. We have Many those. of those. We have Long John Silvers. They serve fried fish and French fries, that, as we call sounds, them. That sounds exactly pretty much. So we went there. Okay, I uh, I, I end up getting a battered sausage. It's just a sausage. <laughs> so you went covered. to a fish and chips place and got battered sausage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So had this, uh, ate it, went to bed. I felt yeah, I didn't feel great when I went to bed, but I just had a pile of greasy food. That was fine. Woke up about half six in the morning, violently sick. Um, violently, violently sick uh, for about 15 minutes. Went back to bed, woke up about 8 o'clock in the morning, violently sick again. I had to leave at 9 o'clock to go to the bride's house. Um, and like I'd spewed three times before I left the house. Sorry, spewing is, what do you call it? Throwing up? or no, like, Spewing works here too. Oh, spewing. Oh, cool. Yeah, excellent. Um, so yeah, managed to get to the bride's house. Uh, actually, when I got there, I don't remember the journey. It's a 40-minute drive. Don't remember a single bit of it. Not at all. Don't know how I got there. Um got there and when I got there I was actually fine because I was doing stuff and then uh, when she got to the point when she was just putting her dress on I said I'll step out I'll, I'll wait next door for you just to kind of get get into the dress and sat down and at that point suddenly a bit dizzy a little bit kind of sweaty a little bit clammy I was like oh my god this is this is not going well luckily it was in, I was just in the, the hotel room next door quickly into the bathroom into their ensuite I'm spewing this in the in the toilet in there a couple of times. Uh, went went back into the bride's uh, room to shoot her kind of finishing getting into her dress, and I was white as a sheet. I mean, I was properly green. 
you're you're already white yeah exactly exactly from scotland i already told her i wasn't feeling well and she said to me um she was like you've just been sick haven't you and i was like i'm really really sorry but yeah but i feel really good now um did the rest of the day i went for a nap during the just after the family group shots she said to me just go and just go and take like 15 minutes and go and go and lie down uh, had a nap and then I felt fine from then but it was absolutely I mean that was hideous uh, I wouldn't want to wish that on anyone horrible no. horrible horrible but still, yeah. when it comes at the other end you know when you need to be near the bride's house and you need to go to the bathroom and you know it's not going to be pleasant no. <laughs> it's just I like don't understand the worst thing what's wrong with that so you it, just take imagine care of business this, right yeah, yeah, in, in, in the bride's house, the bride's mother's house, you need to go to the bathroom, there's no air freshener, they find out there's no window in the bathroom, and you need to go to the bathroom, and it's probably the only bathroom in the whole house. Oh, what's worse than that? <laughs> what's worse than that is when they're, like, getting ready at some sort of, like, small Airbnb type situation, <laughs> and there's only one bathroom, and it's like a one-bedroom apartment type scenario. <laughs> And you show up and you're like, you just drove two hours to get there. And you're like, oh, I just had that you big had three coffees of coffee. Before. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, walk in like, oh, I'm just going to use the bathroom at their house. And you walk in like, oh, there's one bathroom. There's like five bridesmaids in that bathroom <laughs> getting ready. And you're like, um, uh, excuse me, ladies, can I just uh, real quick? And uh, <laughs> no, you don't do you? Uh, once. There's always oh, that once. No. And then now you learn and you go to the bathroom before you get there. <laughs> if you find a hole somewhere outside, use that rather than use a bathroom. I'm yes. guessing none of those bridesmaids have subsequently booked you for their weddings. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's, they, that's, five, that's five bookings gone. Nor, nor did they finish getting ready in that bathroom afterwards. <laughs> uh, Stinging eyes. <laughs> Oh my god, it's chewy. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, oh, how do you play that off, though? Do you walk out like, God, what were you girls doing in here? I can barely stand. Do you turn the blame over? Did you not have a courtesy flush? <laughs> you just walk right out of the room and you leave your wife in there alone. <laughs> and uh, you just let them do whatever they want, talk, say whatever they want, you know? Gotcha. I love it. Uh, Jenna and I shot a wedding one time where we were both sick the week of the wedding. Um, and she was like sick two days before it, it wasn't the flu, but it was like flu like symptoms. And so the day of the wedding, I was super sick and, uh, we couldn't find a second shooter to replace me. So I just went with her and shot it. Uh, and I think I was on nine different, um, over the counter drugs to try to regulate myself throughout the day. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was bad. I was uh, I I think I had like Pepsid, AC, um, ibuprofen, Tylenol. Oh my um, god! Your stomach's gonna be in bits. And then I had uh, oh, I had like the anti-diarrheal stuff. Um, yeah, and then a bunch of caffeine things because I was super tired and I had to stay awake. And honestly, the, you were the wedding, a zombie. Yeah, it was it was not great, but I took one of like my favorite photos of all time at that wedding, so I, I feel like it was a win for me. <laughs> it was a win. So anyway, enough of diarrhea and sickness and yeah. Let's move so, on from that, please. so a few weeks we... ago, I was shooting a wedding. About thirty seconds before their toast start, the mother of the bride came up to my second shooter and said she wanted us to do table photos of all the tables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, so the schedule no, no, at most no. weddings, I don't know how it works in the UK, but here in America, um, when toasts start, it's basically like you do toasts, you do the cake cutting or you do cake cutting, then toasts, you know, one of those two different ways immediately after the toast or the cake cutting, whichever comes second, you go into your dances and then it's open dancing for the rest of the night. So 30 seconds before the toast start, she comes up and says, I would love to get table photos of all the tables. Right. Uh, meaning that she, she wanted us to go around, I guess, in the next 30 seconds to do photos of all the tables at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my second shooter came up and told me this and I just said to her, I said to her, well, that's not going to happen. Obviously. <laughs> What would you guys have done in that situation? Because I just I, said I gone, I'm not doing it. I would have, I would have just looked at her, hand over my camera, and gone, "On you go, go on there. There you go. You go take the pictures. Simple as that. Give her the camera. If, if if you can do it, brilliant. You know, I ain't gonna do it. We we do that in the pharaohs and the weddings in the pharaohs. We'll have like 250, 300 people, and we've got to go around everyone when they're having their meal. It's the shittest photos ever. People sitting down with drinks in the way, like like yep. stuff. It's just yep. just just shit. Everybody's it's super wide. It's like sixteen mil, so the people at the edge look about forty five stone. No, well, it's doesn't. also at the reception, which is like pitch black, basically. So you're typically shooting at like f two or lower with your aperture, mm-hmm. and it's like, how am I going to get all these people in focus unless I have them stand in a straight line behind the table? <laughs> See, we never do like the traditional like table group shots. I do no. the couples at every table, yeah. And I try to time it where I hit every table as it's being released to go get dinner. As someone who shot with you several times before, I've never once seen you do that. <laughs> well, I throw that out the window when I'm doing video because then there's too much going on to try and do table shots. See, I throw no. table shots out the window just every single time if I can because yeah. I hate doing table shots. Try to never do them. It's the See, worst. The beauty, the beauty about the UK is you don't, like, they do the speeches, which I think you guys call toasts. We, we have toast in the morning, but you guys, we do. <laughs> we, 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 have, uh, we have the speeches, and then at that point, uh, I just go and put my cameras down and sit and have a break. Like, <laughs> like don't, we do, I, don't, I don't offer any photography during the meal, because who the hell is going to want a photo of me with my mouth full? Like, we I don't just do don't photography during the meal either. Unless no. people ask for table photos, in which case we go to the tables and we're like, okay, uh, bunch together on one side of the table or everybody look at uh, me. Okay. But yeah. we do a really, um, okay, I shouldn't say we do. I do. Jen probably does a great job when she does it. But when I do it, it's just so half-assed because I hate doing it so much. <laughs> I tell you, here's something imagine. worse. Do you, guys, do you guys do something in America called a lineup? No. Oh, lineup. It's the worst thing. It's, it, it, you would love to do table photos after you've done a lineup. Like, mm-hmm. so picture this, right? You got the bride and groom, and if it's a proper lineup, you got the bride and groom. You got the mother and father of the bride and the mother and father of the groom on the line. Okay, sometimes with the bridesmaid, sometimes with the best men, and they stand in a line. And as all the guests before they come for the meal, they've got to walk into the room and they've got to shake the hands and say hello to all those members and it's usually oh hi how are you oh a receiving line nice to see you receiving yeah, receiving line. Line. yeah we call it yeah, line that's up. what we call that they're the worst things ever they're so boring to photograph in america they typically do those at the end of the ceremony not at the beginning of the oh, reception really? okay, okay. that's no. just i hate them I absolutely hate them no yep we, we always got those. to our, we we go to the bride and groom and just say 
thank you for coming, thank you for coming, and just tell them, as soon as they want to hug you or start talking, just usher them to the board where they can see where they're sitting. Uh, and the bride and groom don't want to do it. When a bride tells us they're doing a receiving line, I thank them. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was hoping you were going to do a receiving line because A, I wanted an opportunity to take a quick nap after that Catholic mass. <laughs> Catholic mass, you could take a quick nap in the middle of that thing. You know what I'm talking about? It's like an hour and a half <laughs> ceremony. Oh, two, that's what I'm saying. Two two naps? I mean, come on, win. Um mm-hmm. And B, I wanted something to blame the fact that we would be late to the reception on. Um, so now I have that that reason when all the guests give me that that really nasty look uh, when we roll in 30 minutes late to the reception. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, uh, receiving shouldn't, line. shouldn't have done that receiving line. Shouldn't have <laughs> felt the need to share that story for 10 minutes in line yep. with them. Um, sorry. Uh, I pet hit the moment. I don't know if you have this in, in the U.S., but singing fucking waiters oh god they're a killer they, 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 <laughs> what i'm sorry do you have that's a thing at a wedding not at like a novelty restaurant yeah. oh. singing fucking waiters so you picture this the, the the dessert's just gone out everyone's tucking into their, their sticky toffee pudding and this waiter who is obviously dressed differently from the other all the other waiters walks in carrying like a, a metal wine cooler with forks and knives and trips in front of the bride and groom. Oh my God, he fell over. Is he okay? Oh, look, he has a microphone and he breaks into Robbie Williams' We Will Rock You. And then there's oh, another right. one comes in and they start singing and then everyone's up in the chairs and then you have half an hour. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to interject with what's not oh, a really okay. shit version of the Aberdeen singing waiters, which is clearly what James is describing. <laughs> These are classic. The ones I've seen down here, they actually serve the meal and they like they're yeah. dressed the same as the waiters, and then at some point they do whip out a microphone. But the, the ones I've seen, they always do like uh, the kind of uh, that's amore and kind of like oh, they songs. Do opera, that, yeah. One, yeah. One of the one of the ones I one of the ones I've seen are, are actually actually pretty good. They had the whole, whole the entire like nearly 200 people up on their chairs up on the tables swinging napkins about it was a it was a nightmare nightmare to photo but it was actually it was actually pretty good at the time was he a bald guy uh yes and the woman <laughs> yeah, had like yeah. blonde hair old, yeah, old guys a, oh no they this, were quite good they were they were quite good but uh yeah Bobby half Williams, an hour no more thanks. half an hour more of taking pictures videographers hated yeah and videographers we had yeah. We had it a couple of weeks ago and the videographers were getting annoyed because they were running out of all their memory cards were full and they still had like the first dance to do and you've got these singing waiters who have people standing on the chairs swaying yeah. napkins and, and Is this not something that's planned days. ahead of time? No, no one knows about it. So Some, usually it's a surprise. Usually it's a surprise. Who's doing this surprise? <laughs> Who's doing the surprise? Like the waiters? <laughs> It's just a posse of waiters that just surprise these weddings. Well, I, they just I, had show one, up. I had one where the bride organized it and it was a surprise, but only because she wanted to sing with him because she. Why didn't the bride tell the, the photographer, though? Oh, no, I knew, I knew okay, about okay. half an hour. I knew about half an hour beforehand. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, 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 um, but she only really wanted to do it because she wanted to sing and she was a bit of a kind of show off. We, we we had the mother the, the bride's mother organize it and only myself yeah. and the venue knew about it and it turns out she paid for this guy to come up from Glasgow so you know what three and a half hour drive he did a half an hour set during the meal of course everyone doesn't get to eat their sticky toffee pudding you know and it, it gets cold and melted and shite like that and I eat it so what then happens is you do that and then the guy was like oh yeah and I'm doing an hour set 
you know, after the first dance. So the bride and groom have paid for the band to play from, say, 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock and then from 11 till 12, 12.30. And the singing waiter comes along and he's now made everything late because he has yeah. to do his half an hour fucking set. And <laughs> now the first dance isn't until half eight, quarter to nine because the band couldn't get set up because of this bloody singing waiter. And then he's got to do his hour set. So then the band play for 20 minutes, then the buffet comes out, and then they play for an hour, and then they feck off home. Where's the wedding planner in all this? Where's the coordinator? A what? Was it? Was it? I was going to say a wedding planner? <laughs> Is that not a thing in the UK? <laughs> not really. I know it's not a thing in Fort Wayne, but... <laughs> Yeah, we don't have those here. We have event managers, but yeah. they're usually good. But some venues are meant, like the caterers will have an event coordinator, and they're utter useless. See, um, an event yeah. manager, from my perspective, is somebody who just takes care of the venue and mm-hmm. the like event yeah, that's, space. That's, that's, it's that's not somebody who's saying. worried about the day of the wedding, whereas like a wedding yeah. planner organizes the entire day. And no. if yeah. somebody were to hire a singing waiter, they would know about it, and they'd have like a heads up to the band and to everybody else. And if they thought it was something they needed to say to like the bride and groom, hey, you guys told me you hated singing waiters. Somebody wants to surprise you with one. They would tell the bride and groom so that they could say no to that ahead of time. <laughs> Oh, if only that was the case. Yeah, that shit doesn't exist in the UK. That's just not, that doesn't have it. If we have a wedding and there's and there's no one there running the show, we end up having to take over. We have to take over the timings. We have to make sure that everything runs smoothly because someone is incapable of doing their job or the bride and groom decided not to pay the extra, whatever it is, to um, to do, you know, have an event. Try, try doing a wedding in Northern Ireland. I did one in Northern Ireland a couple of years ago and it was the most laid back but, but too laid back. It was about quarter to ten, I think, when the first dance started because the oh. wedding coordinator guy, the event manager, whatever the hell you want to call him, waste of space, waste of oxygen, um, he just he just, he just couldn't do his job. He was just standing yeah. around. I was like, going to announce them on the fucking dance floor, would you? He was yeah. awful. He was absolutely we, awful. We had that earlier on this year and it was our last day of work and she could not give a shit. And the cake was melting and I said to her, look, after they cut the cake, before speeches, you need to take the cake away. If you don't, it's going to fall. And she didn't. And I'm standing next to the cake watching this cake as it's slowly starting to tilt more and more. And halfway through the speeches, I could see it picking up momentum. And I just leaned over and grabbed it before it it, it fell. And it was like um, it was like a really nice cake, but it was uh, uh, like a Marvel theme one. And the, the, the centerpiece was like a Hulk, a green Hulk fist mm-hmm. made out of chocolate rice krispies. It was all green and I grabbed the Hulk fist before it fell onto the floor and everyone at the wedding gave me a round of applause oh, I wish I ate it it would be so cool it made of mm, chocolate ice cream everybody at the wedding gave you a round of applause and then watch as you just licked all the frosting off of your arm <laughs> <laughs> and then they applauded again <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um, yeah like the couple like were then like, they were like they were so thankful that Louise and I took control the whole day the timings because this woman just didn't care just sad. That is sad. We rocked yeah. it. Not good. And I charged them extra. <laughs> I charged them extra. <laughs> well, they had to pay for the dry cleaning, get all the frosting out of the shirt. <laughs> the frosting he couldn't lick out, you know. Oh, it's on my fingers. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> do you guys want to do some Q&A? Bloody hell. Q&A. I'm just going to top up my whiskey. Let's do some Q&A. What? What's Steve? Yep, Sally, Sally Psycho from our very own Facebook group just finished picks from a ceremony 
inside one of those huge churches with yellow lighting, orange wood pews, and less than optimal back spotlighting behind the couple in the sanctuary. No flash rules, of course. And I was told to shoot from 200 feet away up in the balcony only. Yeah, it's all good though. Nothing too unusual for church ceremonies down south. It was kind of rough going in Lightroom, but I think I've worked it out. Yet I'm not sure, so I googled the church to see examples of how other wedding photographers have handled difficult color lighting. Was curious to see if my pics looked okay in comparison. Laugh out loud. Nearly every single other wedding portfolio only showed the ceremony in black and white. Don't get me wrong, I get it. The black and white pics make sense because the colors and the lighting are real bare to deal with. Looks like I'm the only one who's even attempted to show a wedding at this church in color. But yikes. Anyone else do this sort of thing? Check your work against others at the same venue? It's the with, longest question ever, by the way. <laughs> with less than optimal lighting conditions when trying to edit a wedding? That's the question. No. no. <laughs> it's my answer. No. Yeah, hard don't pass on that. Don't care what other mm -hmm. people did. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't look because if, if you look, you're going to either be influenced by what they're doing or you're going to be pissed off because it looks really good and yours might not look as good. Or mm. I just don't look. I just, I just, mm -hmm. I don't want to see. Is this before? Did she look beforehand or did she look after, after. she was editing? She looked after. Oh, mm. See, I don't want to look because I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen is I'm going to look. I'm going to see photos. I'm not going to like the way they look. And then I'm going to be like, why the hell did the venue choose those to put on their website when I said they could use mine? And then I'll be pissed <laughs> off about that. I'm not concerned about like feeling bad about my own photos because I'm comfortable and secure with my work. I'm concerned about being pissed off at other vendors. Which is surprising in its own regard. <laughs> oh, I just... <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that just really annoys me when that happens. What, Steve being comfortable with his own work? I'm comfortable with my own work, but it's just where a venue or supplier just shares a really, let's be honest, shit photograph taken from another wedding. It's like, what's wrong with mine? Why can't you use mine? Is mine not good enough? You're trying to say that that picture that is on that website is better than my picture? Mm hmm That's true. Oh, man. I, I had that happen this last week where a venue near us shared a bunch of photos from a wedding that one of our friends had actually shot there. And that friend does really good work, but for some reason the venue oh, shared Steve. all these photos where it wasn't you, Dustin. Uh, the, the venue shared all these photos where like the couple wasn't looking at the camera, and it was like these look like the like the the shots the person would have thrown away or not used. Like, why are these the ones that are being you know used on their uh, their their website and their Instagram and all that kind of stuff? James, why are you just holding your phone up? Yeah, what are you? I, I, guys, it. I don't know if you heard or if he'll pick it up, but there was an almighty scream coming from outside, and it seems that we, we've been getting plagued by these massive house spiders. And my other half absolutely hates one, and one was actually lying right next to her in her bed last night, and it seems to have come back because I didn't put it far enough away. <laughs> and I need to go and capture this spider, and, and I'd probably kill it, to be honest, um, because it keeps coming back, and it's big. It's really big. So... Um, Excuse so me, you're nipping off for, you know, a couple of minutes to... Yeah, a couple of minutes to, to deal with a spider, not my missus. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, deal with a spider. <laughs> we'll see you in a few minutes, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs>
Oh dear. Okay. Do you guys do you guys ever Google uh, venues not to see your work compared to theirs, but to see if you can rank for that for search engine optimization? I can still hear James's conversation about the spider in the background. It sounds like he's getting yelled at for talking about it on the podcast. Um, I, yeah, I got, I got someone to do my, my SEO options for me. So I, I don't tend to look because I got someone to kind of sort that all out because that's what he does as a living. Um, mm. That's who he specialises in. And he said to me, mate, your stuff's all over the show. Like, you need to sort your shit out. So he basically sorted it for me. So I probably should look at it again because that was a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, good reminder, actually. Thanks for that. What's his name? Uh, Franco, he's he's a he's a Glaswegian guy. I suppose he he works he work internationally. I'm sure. I'll pass his details over. Glaswegian. Uh, yeah, glas glas not glass. There's not two s's in Glasgow. See when people call it Glasgow, it pisses me off. Glas. Glasgow, Glasgow. It's like Edinburgh. It's not Edinburgh, but we talked about that last time. Steve, do you have a question you want to tackle, or are we waiting for James to come back? I'm kind of interested to see what happens with the spider. I'm also kind of wondering, like, how high I have to turn my volume so I can hear everything James is being yelled yeah. at for right now. Yeah. All I heard was a screech and a squawk and a, I can't believe you. While we wait for him, uh, Lori Ostrowski from our very own Facebook group asks, Hey, Dustin, would you mind telling us your Insta story secret? The templates look great. Is this an app? Is it time consuming? I need to step up my Insta game, but I'm lazy. I think I answered this in the in the Facebook. Yeah, but not everybody who listens to the podcast is in the Facebook group, Dustin. That's why I wanted to bring it up here. Well, that sounds like their problem. <laughs> uh, my answer is get a kick-ass studio manager uh, that knows what she's doing. Do you guys, uh, do you, Ross, James, do you guys do uh, Insta stories for your weddings and stuff like that when you post them? No, but I did see someone, I think, I presume, I've not seen yours, Dustin, but I presume I'm doing, describing exactly what the, that question is talking about. I saw one recently and, and it was really, it was like a blog post, but put onto Insta stories. It looked really smart. I have to say, I might think about doing it because it just, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I don't think I've seen James do it. James, you do it? Or how's your spider? What was that? Sorry. How, how do you do your Insta stories? But oh, wait, what about the spider? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spider. It's, it's massive and it's gone. It's 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 gone under the stairs. It's likely going to crawl upstairs. Iris is currently standing on top of a chair, um, freaking out, saying how she's going to go downstate. My mum and dad's. Just burn your house down. Boy. <laughs> she would if she could. She's so scared of the spider, she wants to stay, stay with the in-laws? <laughs> yeah. Well, my parents rock. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. And we found it in James's room, our son's room, my son's James as well. Uh, the day there, she freaked. I was walking out with the dog. I had to come back to get rid of it. And then she was going to bed. And I took it out. I threw it out of the house, got rid of it. And then... Uh, we were going to bed last night. She'd been in bed and feeding the baby. And then uh, she went to go to the bathroom and she came back. And as she was going back to bed, she just screamed the house down like you thought someone had been murdered. And there's a spider. And it's, it's, it is massive in terms of UK spiders sitting at the edge of her bed. And she's freaked and she's scared. And of course, as she screamed, it then bolted across the bed, crawled over the baby 
And then I then had to run downstairs and get a glass and some paper so I could pick it up and take it outside. And I took it down to the end of the garden, which is a good bit away, and it seems to have found its way back in today. Oh, dear. You kind of take it like at least a mile away, right? Something like that, yeah. You go quite a big distance away from it, but uh, it's also quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting that part out of the podcast and sending it straight to Iris. <laughs> so, James, yeah. do you do any like weird template stuff for your Insta stories? I did. I tried for a little while, and to be honest, it was just too much effort. Um, we'll share a picture, um, but no, we don't. We don't tend to do too much. There's, there's some photographers out there that do it really well. Um, what's his name? Jose Jose Villa Villa. Oh, Jose Villa. He does everything pretty well, to be fair. But. Yeah, his his Insta stories are really good, but I find if you end up doing too much, it becomes it becomes um, people get a bit annoyed at it if you keep doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so no, I, I like I love doing Instagram lives at weddings um, on the day of the wedding and things like that at night time. But in, and if I put a picture up, yeah, I'll share it. But I should really do more. But to be honest, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Jen has like an app she uses to do like the whole template blog post sort of thing like Ross and Dustin were talking about doing Mm -hmm. and she's done it a few times and I tried to do it one time and I was just like this is so much work instead of picking out one photo now I have to pick out like eight photos and I have to plan out like a progression story wise and I just hated it so much that I was like yeah no I'm I'm good with just doing like one one photo for my story when I do like a blog post or whatever. And for a while I tried this thing where I was doing like, uh, whenever we'd blog a wedding, um, I would take each one of the vendors and I'd like put up a photo of the cake and I'd tag the vendor in the story and include like a blog link. Um, so like people could swipe up and go to the blog post, you know, and that worked really well for getting better engagement from the vendors. And it also worked pretty well for getting like more people going to the blog and more people, um, just engaged with the story to begin with. Uh, but it was so much work. I, I'd spend like an hour, like tracking down like vendor, like tags and shit like that. Just yeah. so I could make sure like, Oh, I have to find like 10 different photos of different details to post yeah. and then tag these vendors to, but like vendors would reach out to us and be like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. We love that. And, uh, it just didn't feel like it was worth it though. <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story we, we tag we tag all the suppliers in every picture that we upload so we've got a list so we ask our couples to tell us what suppliers they're using we've got a database of all the suppliers on their social media and we tag and we, we mention all the suppliers in every post and that's been amazing that's been really good that's what um, I need to do I need to add the social media to our database because like we yeah. with every blog post we, ta- we uh, include like all the vendors down at the bottom and then mm-hmm. I tag them when I post stuff to Instagram and Facebook but I don't have like their their handles saved anywhere. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Do you not um schedule like schedule your pictures? Um sometimes, not always. I do. I'd have to schedule the blog post if I was going to schedule the picture that it goes up with the blog post. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like do- for the story stuff. Yeah. James, what do you use to schedule <clears throat> so your stuff? So I, I actually use two softwares. I, I should only use one, but um, you have Buffer App. So I use Buffer App for, for um, scheduling most things. Uh, but I also have one called um, Planoly. So it's P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. I can easily give someone a referral code if they want. And <laughs> the good thing about that is it shows you what your Instagram is. That one's only for Instagram, sorry. And you can only see 
you can see what your Instagram feed's going to look like, so you can plan it out and lay it all out. And we do three pictures from the same photo shoot or same wedding every day. Um, so at the moment, we've got about a year and a half's worth of social media all lined up to go online. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's insane. So I've had someone working on it. Night and day for the last three months. Someone's yeah, been pretty, working on this. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So... Do you see any return on that? Is it good? Like, uh, yeah. are you getting more contacts through Instagram as a result? Yeah. We're getting a lot more people. We get people, you know, I notice that people who contact me, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, things like that. So, you know, they see both of it. So we have a lot of pictures going on Facebook and we don't have the same photographs on Facebook that goes on Instagram. It's always different. So, you know, if you go onto my Instagram, which is uh, James Kelly underscore photo, that you will see that three pictures is each wedding or each photo shoot or something like that. So it's, it's a bit of a pain and we have pictures going up every day, but by the end of the day, it's, it's the same all the way through. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of work to do and we, we tag all the suppliers in the text. So we use plan only and we schedule it's not like a hundred bucks a year or something for it. And it's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. So that's what but you're still buffer. using buffer as well. Buffer, yeah. So use buffer for. Uh, I like to. I like to buffer for uh, for Facebook for my group. Jim, Jim's for... loves to overspend in his uh, photography business. Sorry, Ross, you broke away. I didn't hear you. That's fine. The thing will get it. Seriously, did you need to stop streaming your Pornhub? That HD with your fiber is not good. Gone now. I lost him. We lost. I'm not him, gone. I'm sitting here. I'm just not saying anything. I'm <laughs> just not speaking. <laughs> Ross is actually in an 8K virtual reality right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he can't do video with us. He's got the goggles on. <laughs> he just upgraded his internet as well. I think he was on something like 0.5 megabyte upload or something like that or download. So he just upgraded it. So it's obviously still not good enough. So uh, let's do one more question. Rosita from okay. a random Facebook group asks, I have a frenemy who unfriended me on Facebook. Uh, then uh, recently she refriended me. I'm starting a what? photography business and the frenemy started messaging me to ask about how I had so many clients and asking for help marketing. I sent her some resources online that I had used and she said those don't seem applicable to her. So she was just going to reread the marketing books she already owns and see if she can glean something new from them. She's been messaging me a lot with questions about photography, like where I get my backdrops. I told her. She told me they were way too expensive. They're over $100 each. She said she wouldn't spend more than $40 on a backdrop. Then just the other day, after telling me she couldn't figure out her pricing for a few months, I went to her site and saw she has pricing information up finally. She literally copied my pricing page word for word. I spent a lot of time doing research to try to figure out how to price things, and she just copied my hard work. Should I block this person, or what should I do? Block her, mm. and then post a bag of shit to her. <laughs> like, literally in the mail, a bag of... of yep. Of, so, so, in America, mail is like a federal thing, and if you sent somebody uh. a bag of poop, it could be tracked back to you quite easily. Can you not FedEx it, then? Or DHL? <laughs> Those are also can be tracked back to you quite easily. Send it yeah, to James Royal first, not and then James here. will forward it. I'll send it to her. Oh, I, I hate that. I really uh, it drives me nuts. When you get Blocker. bags of shit in the mail, yeah, definitely. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Don't know if you get done for it here. 
don't know. You can send your... Um, well, no, you wouldn't, because like if you've got to get a stool sample, you can send it to the hospital with the mail. So it is not illegal. Of all the so things anyway. you thought you'd be discussing, James, that would not be one of them. <laughs> no, I um, would I would block her. I would just, seriously, I would send her a little email to say, you're disappointed, always use disappointed, that, you know, that she's, you know, copied the information and she'd really do it herself and then just block her. I think what you do is you wait a few weeks, Stephen, and then you email her and just say, hey, by the way, I'm thinking about adding photo booth services. I didn't know if you wanted to know so that you could add that to your services. Um, I like that. I just like wanted that. to keep things kind of in point. Uh, keep sharing, with what we sharing have going the on. things, yeah. Have you guys ever found somebody ripping you off? No. Not that good enough, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, when my wife first started her business, there was a friend of ours from college who started her own photography business. And it was, like, within a few weeks of Jen posting, like, oh, she just became an LLC. And, like, here's a photo of, like, the certificate saying she's an LLC. Like, a week later, the other girl's, like, or maybe it's two weeks. I forget what it was. But it was, it was like, very shortly after. It was, like, the same post, almost, like, the same words in the post about how, like, it was going official. And, like, a lot of stuff happened like that over the course of, like, the first year or two of Jen's business where it just felt like this other person was copying her. And on one one hand, it felt like the other person was copying her. On the other hand, it was like, those are like things that a lot of people do when they first start a business because they're proud of it and they want people to know. But then it was like, but she's also writing like almost the same stuff word for word. It feels like she's just looking over like what Jen's doing and then being like, I should do that too. And it was, uh, mm. we did not end up blocking this person, but <laughs> it was one of those situations where it was just very frustrating because... It was, uh, you know, we went to college together, so we were pulling at the beginning of our careers from, like, the same pool as far as, like, clients and stuff like that went. Um, and so it was, it, was, it was frustrating. It was very, very frustrating. I can't uh, I, I feel like by not blocking this person and by not, like, ever saying something to her, we took a moral high ground, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I just lost by talking about it on this podcast. <laughs> busted, busted that open. <sighs> Ross is gone again. All right, well, it's been That's fun, guys. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm not. I'm not talking. We 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 had we had a we had a photographer in our area, a really really great guy, nice guy, and he was married. And his missus would help him out with second shooting weddings, and then they got divorced. And then um, the ex, when they got you know divorced, and he he's set up a new relationship and this sort of stuff with another girl. And um, the ex, who still has his last name, decided she was going to set up her own photography business using his last name <laughs> what i mean how wow. shitty is that and this he's that's, a really no, well established dog for and she just sets up with like and it's a very unusual last name so it's gonna stand out um i just thought that was i just thought that was really shitty and if the girls listen to this podcast that was really shitty of you um, <laughs> it was I'm not going to lie I just think I hey. think you know it's fine to take something and take inspiration from other photographers and, and then you know tweak it so it's your own a little bit but, that's but stealing. not like that's just stealing what was that sorry Ross that's stealing it's stealing yes I don't know how that is in America if you can get you know do you know take yeah. someone to court if it's worth it but I mean if I was yeah. that guy I would have been like hey Janet F Fluffer Noodle's my last name you can't take that <laughs> 
Fluffer noodles. Maybe that's a, oh. maybe that's what you need to do when you're you lost fluffer noodles in court. <laughs> you need you need to set it up in court and just be like you have to go back to you have to switch your name to a different name. You cannot keep my last name. <laughs> um, spider update. Iris just messaged me to say I flung a towel at it. I'm now up the sea last now, but we'll get the wasp spray when I come back down. <laughs> I cannot have it in my house. <laughs> oh me. You know, you just got to put some of the insect repellent around your whole house. Because yeah. if you kill all the insects and keep insects from getting in, then the spiders won't have any food, so they won't want to be in exactly. your house. A lot of flies right now and wasps. Yeah. Uh, but we've got some pretty bad weather at the moment. Not as bad, of course, what you know, America's getting in Florida and all that's getting just now, but we've got some pretty horrible weather today. So all the spiders are coming in. It's getting cold. All right. I got to go meet with a bride and groom. All right. Love you guys. Before Dustin goes, uh, where can people find you guys? Um, Ross, if you're not going to hear him, so I'll just say um, you'll get Ross at Eagle Sham Photography. That's Eagle Sham Photography. Mm. He doesn't really post anything decent on his Instagram other than (laughs) golfing crap. And uh, you can find him as well on um, Eagle Sham on Facebook because that's where everyone goes on Facebook. So you can Google him and get him on there. And I think his website is something like www.eaglesham.photography.com. I'm sure if you Google Eagle Sham Photography, you will get his work, which is absolutely phenomenal. Very inspiring. And feel free to copy all his work. (laughs) Me, on the other hand, you will get me at uh, James Kelly Photography on Facebook. You will get me on Instagram at... James Kelly underscore photo. And my website is www.jameskelly.co. And no, it doesn't stand for Columbia. Yes, it Got does. It. Colombian James <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Colombian, Colombian James, James Kelly, the Colombian wedding photographer. Cocaine ever, by the bucket load. Do you ever wonder if there's a James oh. Kelly in Colombia that's like super spiteful of you? Raging. Google that now. While James is Googling that, I just want to say thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Wedding Photographer's Crack Hangover Podcast. It's a mouthful, we know, with Dustin and Steve and Ross and James. If you want to help us out, jump on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. You could probably find either podcast by searching Wedding Photographer's Crack Hangover, I I assume, and uh, leave reviews for both of us. Yeah. And, uh... You can find Dustin, my man, at uh, Dustin underscore McKibben, or you can find me at Stephen Van Elk on Instagram. If you guys want to get involved with the awesome community of listeners, you can join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group, or the Photographer's Crack podcast has a Facebook group as well. That is awesome. But if you really want to warm our hearts, you can jump on over to stevendustinsafetheworld.com, and you can sign up to support us for as little as a dollar a month. It's extremely helpful to us and to the making of this podcast, but not to the making of the Photographer's Crack podcast because they don't have a Patreon. (laughs) James Kelly is actually a uh, Patreon subscriber to the Wedding Photo Hangover uh, podcast. James, why did you sign up for that? (laughs) I give you my $100 a month because I love you all. And because he supports it, he gets to come on the podcast once exactly. a year. Exactly. Oh, this is the second time. You, you got to pay for another subscription. Or Ross, can you? <laughs> Ross, go yeah, ahead I'll and subscribe. I'll need to pay. I'll need to pay. <laughs> Joking. I'm not. Thank you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cheers, we'll see guys. you next week when your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot, another wedding. Another wedding.
Don't, Thank you guys don't... so much for coming on again. This is awesome. My pleasure. Yeah, sorry, sorry, my thing's shit. I don't know. Can you hear anything I'm saying now? I think it's funny. Nice. We were we were trying to do this like in the summertime so that Ross wouldn't be teaching at the time, and then by the time we finally got it scheduled, he's back teaching again, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, these teachers are always always off, but you know, <laughs> even when they're at school, they're not really switched on. <laughs> Yeah, Ross, you, you just messaged us to say he sounds pish. He does sound pish. And pish, if anyone doesn't know what pish means, it means piss. And he says, go F you at James Kelly. <laughs> go F you at jameskelly.com. Or dot <laughs> co, sorry. Dot <laughs> co. Yeah, come on. Don't okay. confuse him. Dot co. Colombian Fresh Coffee. Um, what the hell are you drinking? Semen. Milk. <laughs> so, shit, I just spilled milk all over my hard drive. Semen. Fucking hell. Sorry, I lost your wedding photos. I, I ejaculated over the hard drives. And unfortunately, I can't provide you with your images. Uh, my, con my contract does cover me for premature ejaculation. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!